Hello and welcome to Transpersonal, the personal diary of this trans witch. My name is Trevor and my pronouns are they, them. Today we're going to be discussing some of my favorite and least favorite fictional witches and my thoughts on media portrayals of witchcraft. To begin, I want to issue a bit of a disclaimer. So this is entirely my own opinions and thoughts and nothing more. Please continue to love any and all fictional witches and witchy media that you do. And share them with me. What did I mention here that I, what did I not mention here that I totally need to watch? What am I missing? What brilliant piece of witchy media am I just ignorant to? Please enlighten me. And also share your thoughts on what I've shared here today and what you think about my opinions and on the, your opinions on the shows I've mentioned. They all are shows here today, but I would like to do another episode like this, possibly, where I go into other forms of media, as well as some of your thoughts. So I would love to get some people, get some thoughts from people on other witchy media um, and on these, this media too, like just get some people's thoughts to incorporate into possibly a future episode. And um, by witchy media, I just mean like media, like fictional media that uses the term witchcraft, not necessarily like aiming to be realistic in their portrayal of, which is an important note because if that's not the goal, you can't treat it as if that is the goal. And I'll get into that. So let's, let's go ahead and get started with, um, I want to talk about the TV show Charmed. So I have not seen this show in ages and I never finished it. I see, I've seen like the first season-ish, um, I believe. I think I finished the first season. It wasn't my favorite. Um, there's, I did not continue with the show clearly. And I generally don't like the way they handled the real witchy things. I don't really have an example because it's been so long since I've seen the show. And it's one that I would go back and revisit and just see what I missed. But I am no authority on this or any of the things I'm mentioning. And you may love Charmed, and I'm super glad you do. It's just not for me, I don't think. I mean, I have some criticisms, but I know they aren't well thought out. So there's certainly not a reason to not watch Charmed if you are interested in it. And I'd love to hear people's thoughts on Charmed and like, if they agree or if they disagree and just what your thoughts, like what, like what do I, is like an episode I need to watch? Or like, if I'm going to go back to Charmed, A, should I? And B, how? Do you have any recommendations for how to properly get into Charmed? Like, what are your thoughts? But anyway, um, I don't have a whole lot to say there just because I haven't seen a whole lot of it, but I do want to discuss Willow and Tara from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. These are some of my favorite fictional witches. I love the queer representation and it's I love the TV show. It is just generally my favorite TV show. Like live action shows do not get much better than Buffy the Vampire Slayer in my personal opinion. I was not alive when the show was airing and I don't care. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, but there are, I do have some criticism of it as well, mostly with the representation of witchcraft. It's similar to Charmed in that it's very fantastical. But as we mentioned, that's not a bad thing. You can have a show, a fantastical like fantasy show that uses the term witchcraft and that talks about witches and uses these terms in a very fantasy-esque way 
that's perfectly fine. And I love a lot of media like that. But I think there's a good way to handle it and a not so good way to handle it. And I think that from my memory, Buffy is more respectful to the traditions it borrows from than I remember Charmed being, but I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I could be totally wrong. And I also, like, this could totally be due to personal bias. Like, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is a great, like, it's a comfort show for me. I'm watching it with my mom. Like, I'm going through and re-watching it and showing it to my mom, who somehow didn't watch it, even though she was alive in the late 90s when it was airing. But, you know, <laughs> I digress. But, um, I've, I feel like there's, A right way to handle it and a not so good way to handle it and I feel like Buffy handled it pretty well please tell me if you think I'm wrong in any problems that arise with it um, and like I said this like my feelings around it could totally be due to that personal bias of just loving the show and when I watched it because I watched it very early on in my witchy journey I like we've talked about how defining my witchy journey is a little hard but it was definitely like, I don't even know if I was using the word witch yet. I was definitely like doing witchy things, but I don't know if I had claimed that identity, that title for myself yet. Um, and then Charmed, I watched a few years later um, when I was very much researching magic and researching witchcraft and getting more into that. So that's actually a really important thing to note is that a lot of my opinion here is going to be based on when I watched it especially considering the fact that Buffy came at a time when I was really enjoying fantasy media and I still do I love fantasy I play Dungeons and Dragons I all the things I don't really like read or watch as much fantasy anymore I tend to watch like classics and well I tend to read classics and historical stuff I definitely still watch mostly fantasy to be honest but my point <laughs> is that I was really at a time, like Buffy came at the right time and Charmed didn't for me to enjoy the show regardless of the witchcraft aspect. And so I think that's a really important thing to note with how, why I maybe enjoyed one more than the other and why I maybe found one to be more respectful of these traditions than the other. There's a good chance that I just, I am not educated <laughs> on the proper ins and outs of these shows and their representation of these traditions and the traditions they are, are representing, the traditions that they're pulling from, like all of that. I don't really know, um, to be fair. So that's an important thing to note. Um, there's one more specific show I want to mention. It's actually a movie, and it's one that I've barely seen. I've seen it. I have seen it. <laughs> Don't come for me. I have seen The Craft, um, but it's been a while. And I also, I like, I sat and watched, like, properly watched, like, the first, like, over half of the film. And then I got up and started doing things with the film on in the background. So... <laughs> And that's like the one, and that's the best I've done. I have trouble watching movies, but I just have trouble sitting still and focusing. But I really enjoyed what I saw, actually. And I, something that I have learned since is that there's a Wiccan consultant as part of the filming process. And honestly, you can really tell. 
the metaphysical shops in that film look so realistic and i believe they were actually filmed at real metaphysical stores which would explain a lot <laughs> like that would make a ton of sense like i would totally believe that i'm not certain though like the spells themselves sound realistic and feel like the ritual feels realistic and like even like toward the beginning of the film of it's sarah is her name like the main character uh does that like love spell like the spell she does like when they're in like the they're all i can picture it like they're doing the ritual in like a field or something and like they're all doing their own spell but like together that she does like a love spell and it and she makes like a fatal mistake in real witchcraft you don't tie it to a specific person <laughs> that like the beginning was very like self-love focused and was great and like some of those lines could probably be used in real magic especially if you're super into the craft like especially if this film is super important to you or you grew up with it or whatever totally steal lines from this sh from this film and these spells because some of them are a just good lines for spells like good lines for incantations could work really well but also they have ties in actual witchcraft and my point here is that like sarah's spell um sounds like a real spell and could very well be a real spell just don't tie it to a specific person that's not don't do that <laughs> that's why that goes wrong for her um and it t on this note there's um a comparison um and like toward the end of the movie where they do like a drawing down the moon style ritual which I don't know a whole lot about drawing down the moon rituals. And I haven't fully watched this part of the film. As I mentioned, I was up doing things while this film was playing. And I did pay attention, but not full-heartedly. And so it's one I want to go back and watch. And I believe I've, I did look up the clip. Um, I believe I looked up the clip recently. And so I can picture that scene pretty well. But I haven't seen it like fully in context and all of that, which matters. And so... Um, much more qualified people have talked about this in much better length and depth. I just would, um, I just, it would have felt wrong to not mention the craft on a list of witchy representation. Um, and there's so many more, um, important, important, um, witchy media. So as I mentioned, tell me what I missed, but for a last little segment of this, I do really want to discuss what I want to see from future witchy films and such and the like. What I think needs to happen in specifically visual media, I think is where my head's been at with this, has been like what I want to see from witchy films and TV shows of the animated and live action varieties because I love and watch both. Um, so I, things I want. I want that you're using symbols correctly and respectively. Show that you did your homework. And more importantly, do your homework. <laughs> Clearly show that you have an understanding, even a very limited understanding. I'm not asking you to go become a witch just to make your TV show. What I am asking is that you understand that when you're pulling references, like people clearly know that these things exist. They're using symbols that we use. They're using phrases that we use. 
but they're doing so without an understanding of what those things mean. So my problem's not that they're using them. Like, sure, put the pentacle on, um, on in your TV show, on the poster or whatever. Use it. Use phrases from famous rituals and from grimoires and like ancient grimoires and all of that kind of thing is perfectly fine by my assessment as long as you understand what you're pulling from and you're respecting the opinions of people of these traditions and you're really listening to what they have to say. Because speaking of, I think like um, having like some kind of advising party is a great idea. I'm not sure if I mentioned this with the craft, but I believe there was like a waking consultant and that's crazy. That's so cool. And I think that like, it would be a great idea to have some sort of witch or Wiccan or pagan or magician of some kind, depending on the show you're filming, look into what you, what kind of vibe and what kind of thing you want to, like, I'm a storyteller. I understand, like, you have a vision for your story. So take that vision and do the steps you're already planning to do. Take that vision, figure out what kind of existing magical traditions kind of pull into that and tie into that and could be useful in cutting down the work you have to do. I understand that. But then go the next step and figure out how you can be most respectful to those cultures. And if it's something where you're not sure, either A, don't do it. If you're not sure if you can do it in a respectful way, don't do it. If there is a culture that you feel like wouldn't be well, like wouldn't respond well to having their culture stolen for TV, like most wouldn't. <laughs> Like, and if you're, if you feel like you can't go about it in a way that would respect them and that they would react well to, then don't fucking take from their culture. Or at the very least, talk to people from that culture, not just one person, but like, or at least one person. I don't want to put my hopes up too high, but I do think some sort of advising party about cultures in general, like this is in general too, like this isn't a witchcraft specific thing. So many minorities and so many like niche groups of people like this and like just things that are outside of our general consciousness as a society and our general culture as a society, things that are outside that norm tend to be taken for film and TV and media in general and used in a way that makes them other. Makes them feel othered. It makes them seem othered to those in the norm. It makes them seem other to those in the norm and it makes them feel other to those in the norm. And that's not okay. That's when I have a problem with it. And of course I am one person, but it is my thought that we need to really take note of how what we're creating affects people, um, especially in these ways. Like you can't control how people if like react to what you're creating. But if you're using something from their culture, ask them, just ask. It's not that hard.
I know it takes a fraction more of your time, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And it's so worth it to include them. That's the other thing. I don't want this to, like these ideas around like having a consultant for the culture you're trying to represent, having someone from that culture on set. I don't want that to become a barrier to these stories getting told, but I do think that we need good representation, not just any representation. And so the other thing too is I'd love to see more witchy media aimed at real witches. Like, I'd love to see, like we talk about this a lot with LGBT representation, LGBTQIA plus representation. We talk about how not every story of an LGBT plus person is a coming out story. That's not their whole life. Like, I mean, to some extent it is, you come out more than once, but that initial coming out hurdle isn't the only thing you experience in your life. It isn't your only personality trait. So I feel like there should be a lot more cognizance around that. And I feel like there should be that for witchcraft too, like that you can have a story about a witch. And I mean like a real witch, not a fantasy witch. You can have a story about a real witch that doesn't center around witchcraft. You can have a, a story about a fantasy witch that doesn't center around witchcraft and their magic. But like, I think with fantasy magic, it makes sense. And with real witchcraft, it still makes sense. Like to tell those stories, that's important. Just like telling those coming out stories is important. They're just not the only stories you need to tell. They're not the only stories that need to be told. I have rambled far long enough on the subject of witchy representation in media. So yeah, today we talked about a small sampling of witches in media and the direction I'd like to see witchy fiction go, witchy fiction go in the future. What do you think? I am so curious as to what people think about the shows I mentioned, but more importantly, how you want to see this handled in the future. Like, what have you seen done super well? And how can other shows and movies and books and other media replicate that? How can we, as creators, respect the cultures we're borrowing from? Please reach out with questions, comments, and requests. Uh, my Instagram is at Trevor Toadstool. If you have thoughts you'd like to discuss with me on the podcast, please reach out. I would love to have other people uh, to show voices other than my own. Um, I had a friend on last episode, but I would love to have so many more friends and make new friends to have on here. So please reach out, especially if you have thoughts on today's episode, because I feel like I just kept, I have so many thoughts. Um, and I'd love to do more episodes on this topic. So if you have thoughts you'd like to share, if you'd like to be a part of that, please reach out. Thank you so much for listening. You'll hear from me again very soon. Goodbye.